Hey everybody and welcome back to another edition of the BH Sales Holistic Healthcare Products, Grandpa Bills, Grunts and Groans, live in the studio at Spotify at the time of this recording. Actually, Friday night, the 31st, getting prepped for my next in-studio guest, April Fool's Day as it becomes. Tomorrow, no joke, it's true. And God rest my brother-in-law, who happens to be a posthumously now April Fool's Day, baby. Rest in peace, Jack. What I want to do here for about 10 to 20 minutes is revisit an in-studio show-and-tell pertinent to a portion of my 7K Coolest Collectible Coin Club, the BH Sales Coolest Collectible Coin Club, because it is 7K. I want to go through quickly showing a handful of coins that I have in our Icon series, American Icons, American Heroes, the category and the breadth of product within is pretty expansive. I have a modest handful that I'm going to share with you here now. And the very first one that I'm going to pull out is my most recent one. And it's in the Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt series. And uh, there are several coins within the collection. This is my first I'm going to hold up the information card to the camera. There's Teddy himself as a rough rider on what is the front side of the coin. And then those of you that have been here before, this is the reverse side with the information pertinent to the said coins as you all get them. And I've gone through the history onyx part of these before. I'm kind of an isolated history buff. I like history, and I have a kinship for military history, war history, those that served within. And I met a good friend, happenstance, just about a year ago now, Gary Cass out in Minnesota, who is like the cast meow when it comes as a war historian and he's an, he's an author that publishes articles and writes about him. Those that follow the show, you've heard me talk about Gary and repeat his articles that he sends me. And, in fact, I'm a bit tardy in that. He just sent me one that I'm going to try to catch up with and be talking about that soon. So this is multifaceted in a number of things I've talked about archivally here, especially of recent note, but over now, starting our fourth month semantics as it becomes tomorrow, April 1st, and it will be by the time any of you guys hear this, it'll probably be past April 1st. I'm also taking this course by choice and started out with the free PDF and Dr. Anthony Mativier has been a guest on my show. He's coming back in a couple of months. I just email conversation with them today because I'm in the program, this magnetic memory method program. And part of what I'm doing, I'm not going to do it on screen to embarrass myself right here, but I'm also 
working a technique and techniques within the program that allow me to more easily actually remember the verbiage that's on the back of these historical cards, eventually my animal collection cards, and eventually being able to do that with pretty much anything that I choose to do. Poetry, I've uh, already done that a few times. I do know a few poems verbatim now when I can recall them. I still have to work on it because, again, my scattered brain and, uh, and Dr. Nativi and I talked about that on, on air. It's not no poor me thing. It's, not, it's why I took the course to enhance my memory overall, even if I had a razor-sharp one. And it's still pretty good and all of that, blah, 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 blah. But as I go through chronology and, the, you know, Malcolm Fillings, all that stuff we've talked about at the show, it's, you know, it's slowly but surely starting to, to, to take effect. It's just all it is, is it's a step, little step slower, you know, a little step slower, mostly manual dexterity and a little bit more with the cranium. So I have to exercise my brain a little bit more intensely under that premise. It's obviously a muscle. So I'll be showing the coins, and I'm going to do a whole show about that because I want to encompass a few other things in this segment of the 20 minutes or so that we'll be talking because excerpts about what you see here will be heard at those podcasts, my two business shows, and the Holistic Healing Hour, which is the platform that all of my in-studio guests come through, including my next one, Daphne, tomorrow. Join us. I just released an audio uh, about that at my Anchor Radio Show. And again, wherever everybody comes in, the likelihood that you'll hear this after probably both are done are pretty good. The, the live show tomorrow as it becomes at the taping and per, perhaps this prelude show. But wherever everybody comes in, and I do have some followers that, you know, follow me pretty good. And thank you. They may see it before as a warm up and I've put it on my social media. These are all subjects that I've talked about to continue to try to have fodder to do a daily show when I, I don't have guests every single day, but I do for the next couple of months pretty much, but I have a show every single day times three. So again, lots of times we revisit old information archivally, somewhere in between trying to stay fresh in my categories of discussions under a big umbrella that do tie to health and wealth and good health, but we may not recognize that by the monocores, monocures that we've been conditioned to think about. So as I segue into another part of what I want to talk about here, I'm just going to hold up quickly. I have a George Washington coin also. I'm just going to show the information cards there's many still shots, videos of me doing all of the aforementioned, and I will do another show and tell with the coins. So I'll be remembering and talking about the historical facts of my one George Washington coin that I have. And as we speak, I never got the opportunity to acquire a Ben Franklin series. It sold out. And um, I believe the George Washington series is sold out. Have faith ye 
in my only a year of being there uh, semantically next month as it becomes 11 months now as tomorrow becomes my 12th month. It's a matter of days now that I'll be a full year at uh, 7K Metal. Within that time frame, it used, things usually come. I have no guarantees. I don't speak for the parent company. I'm just saying what my observations are. Usually, and how te- intensely you really want to seek out for the stack and sell, shop and save, the, the, the selling benefits, you can usually find somebody that has part of your collection, vice versa, however level you want to take that. So uh, there's the possibility when a series is sold out that it might, first of all, come back at some future date and or through all of those other methodologies and the advantage of being a member if you choose to do so, (laughs) that you can exchange and find what you're looking for under that premise. Okay, I have one, two, three, four Abraham Lincoln collection, and I'm not going to take the card out, but I'll be talking about the cards and the memory methods, and I believe there's seven coins in the Abe Lincoln series, and I'm trying my very best to possibly get the seven before they're sold out or unavailable, but hey, you do what you can. Okay, so quickly, ubiquitous audience invited, and otherwise that's revisiting my coin collection and the memory techniques that I'll be talking about. Uh, that we excerpt a little bit here. How are we doing on the studio clock? Real good. We're at about 10 minutes. If you're still there, hang with me. I can do the rest in less than 10, I promise. Okay. Going to be revisiting Maine, as in the state, moments and histrionics about Maine. Speaking of uh, war history, we're rich in war history all the way from the Civil War up into, and my friend Gary Case and I had a ball talking about that behind the scenes in articles, and we became kindred souls uh, over the Internet um, because of his great articles but he's intimately familiar with Joshua Chamberlain and we're well represented Civil War just to arbitrarily pick one. But Maine is pretty famous for lots of things. And our, our art museum is world-renowned. Our symphony art orchestra is. We're rich in architectural history. We're rich in tourism. And, you know, last three, four, five years, you know, for obvious reasons, whatever, we're hoping for bigger and better things in that, but tourism, it's why we call it vacation land. Okay, so quickly, I've talked about this book for 20 years, seriously, because it was published that long ago, and it's called Portland Undercover, as in Portland, Maine, How to Visit New England's Hippest City Without Looking Like a Tourist, and it's a very humorous book back some 20 plus years ago looking at tourism when we were kicking it tour ships were coming in right and left in the old port those that may be familiar it's a historical section and a very touristy trap by design by design and main rich history main lobsters and all that kind of crazy stuff tourism so this is a humorous look at tourism then and he was a roving field reporter, and that was his expertise 
for the journal called the Casco Bay Weekly on a local level. And he went out and about and would talk about venues to highlight for tourisms, you know, such and such a group, because we're blessed with many nightclubs in Portland, Maine's infamous for starting worldwide tours of many groups. One that comes offhand, rolling down 295 out of Portland, Maine, Jackson Brown, as he was doing so way back when, authoring just that one song, as he's been here many times, and this was indeed the start of that national tour way back when, and that repeats many times. Okay, Portland, Maine, rich in history. I'll be revisiting mentor moments at many of my platforms. Speaking of the architectural history, I've talked about this book before. I've shown this book before. Video still short, still shots, beautiful pictures and histrionics of how blessed we are in Portland, Maine, on many fronts. It's a very naturally beautiful state and history rich. And this book is so depictive and highlights the dates and what was behind the architecture. It's very informative. And I'm still trying to discover if it was the same John Moon that I went to high school with. Who cares? We knew each other in passing, if it is and or was. But I think it might be. We're not that big of a city. Just a little factoid that I still got to do my homework. And uh, sidebar, I have one friend who can definitely inform me on that and tell me, oh, no, 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 it wasn't that, John Moon. And remember when we were in the same room in 1966 and you had the blue shirt on, Bill, before we went to the concert, I kid my friend Joe a little bit, but not too much. That guy has got a recall, like, is amazing. It's, I have pretty good flashback to days of old. It's present tense that I struggle with. Anyway, my good friend Joe, I can find out anything about anything in Portland. If he if he lived long enough, he's a tad behind me chronology-wise. It's semantics. I think he's 65 or something like that. But believe me, he can tell you anything. The grass, oh, you know, the grass was green that day. The temperature was 65. I kid my friend Joe a little bit. Okay, quickly, continuing. Other books that I've talked about. I just had this gentleman on my show today as it still remains the 31st at the time of this taping. This book that I just got a couple weeks ago and did read and we discussed the book at length. I enjoyed Bill Heinrich so much in our conversation, the book, and it relates so much to we have so much in common. This is why I reached out. He knew it. I knew it. We felt it. He said that's why I love the pod match arena so much. Uh, one of my clients, I've said before, uh, guests, I should say, uh, clients. I'm, now I am thinking in the past. Clients were long ago and far away. I haven't had any clients for a really long time. I don't sell anything anymore. I share. I share. So um, Bill Heinrich, and when he was on the show, I, I alluded it to him. One of my guests several several months ago, Michelle, uh, a visually impaired, legally blind gal, amazing, authored nine books in her own regard, interesting show in my humble opinion, with her doing the lion's share. My guests are the provocative ones. I just ask a question here or there. I'm blessed that I have this many intuitives coming on my shows and in the future. Anyway, she teased that pod match because I ask everybody, how are you finding it? How's it working out for you? You know, what are you, and it's been pretty positive all the way. And she joked, and it is a joke, folks. It's obviously not a dating service. 
But she said it's kind of the dating service of podcasters matching go, uh, ghost, guest to host and host to guest. And under that premise, it is kind of like a dating only in the analogy of the concept, you crazy people. It's not a dating service. Okay. One of the other books, going back to Anthony Mativier, a suggested read in the Memory Magic, which I took him up on. And I'm going to go back and read this very fascinating book. And this is in the vineyard of the text by Ivan Illich. I did a whole show about this. I'll revisit this. There's many techniques involved in the memory methods. I love the book. I love the concepts. I'm going to go back and delve into that. So I got lots of reading to do, Lucy. I did read Bill's book, but I want to go back and read it more in depth. So I will be doing that. <laughs> I probably have a couple of other books that I'm anticipating. Probably do. I do a lot of Kindle. I've, I, I've been away from that a little bit. Amazon online reading books that way. And uh, I probably will revisit that again. I'll be taught. I don't have his book handy because I, I case in point, Dr. Sulak, I read, it's about a thousand pages of his cannabis handbook. And we joke, I'm a client. I've talked about that before. I've joked before when I told him I read your book, he goes, Bill, why'd you waste the money? And it all due respect. And it wasn't wasting the money. It, 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 it's geared towards practitioners. It isn't, it, it, trust me, trust me, it's geared towards practitioners. But I kid with him. I do know some of it, the jargon, the jargon, the jargon. But um, anyway, that's an ongoing joke. We're and it's, it's just a great book because it brings so much to the subject matter. My point on that, as Dr. Sulak says, it would be a great gift to introduce your practitioner or somebody. And again, lay people, clients don't ever take anything I say verbatim. It's not insurmountable, or, but I mean, it's geared towards practitioners, their jargons, their familiarity with medicines, procedures, and all. So if you're not a practitioner, uh, you know, to, to Dr. Sulak's point, he said it in the webinars and stuff. That book might not be for you unless you're self-enriching and edifying and no one's coercing you to not do that. We talk a lot about change and choice, too. Winding down here for, okay, it's going to be 20 minutes. God bless you. We're at 18. Deep coming breath. These are all the topics on a daily basis. Now four and a half years, closer to five years, which it will be this August when it becomes for my podcasts running each and every day through Spotify and uh, Anchor Radio and then mushrooming out onto my YouTubes. And I have been blessed that I'm on all platforms. I am that you would hear any podcast. Now, caveat to that. Everybody can use accentuation in the search engines, myself, although I'm pretty well represented by the names of the shows in that regard of searching to find them. I'm, I'm pretty well represented that way. But overall, because of things I've talked about before, I actually did podcast shows for over 12 years now under many monikers. But I never promoted them. I never got into the hashtag thing because, because, because 
They always were pretty much a built-in guest list at that time, industry-related in what and how I was participating in. And it was a little bit different during then, and I didn't promote them and all of that. Now I've jumped into trying to keep up with the Joneses now, YouTubes and all of that. This calendar year since January commenced, we're going retro rocket speed. That's with your good help. I now... As tomorrow becomes, and this day ends at the time of this taping, and it becomes April 1st with my guests tomorrow upon completion, I believe that will be my 41st completed episode at that juncture this calendar year since January 1st, and I have in the bullpen all the way through April, I'm booked, May, I'm booked, June, pretty much, with a couple of exceptions of days, I'm booked. And I've already well entrenched into July and almost fully booked. It's a blessing, folks. Thank you. It's because of you. And I've already booked, I believe, without looking, five appointments for August. So good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. That's my direction. That's what I'm going to do. It looks as though... You know, hopefully we're having some fodder, some interesting, and that mushrooms out to my audiences, your audiences, their audiences, more so importantly about the intuitive groups that we're forming because many of these folks are talking about what is going to transpire in the future, new alternative food sources, technology, medicines, and that's just why I invite them on my show. And I've been blessed that I'm starting to get the cross-generational. I've had people on my show now. I don't know about, again, 15-year-olds or whatever, Gen Z, for obvious reasons. And I don't anticipate having any. But now, with those said guests and what are in the bullpen, Bill's my age easily today. I didn't ask him. It doesn't matter. It's semantics. If he's got me or I got him, who cares? It's not significant, but he's definitely a senior citizen. And I've had, you know, younger folks now. Thank you. And, you know, I crisscrossed the generations, the age bracket specifically, but you know what I'm intimating. I have had people in their mid-20s. Thank you. It's more so to enrich the message of those 20-year-olds that come on and their audiences 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s for sure. And I just had a guest, Lois, yesterday at taping as well, 79 years old, living strong, anticipating her 80th birthday. She's going to go rollerblading with her grandson. I love it. That's what all of these subjects are about. Food for the mind, the body, the soul, longevity. And in closing here, I'll see you at the show's Thank you so much for your continued support. I can't say that enough. The goodwill ambassador, I have many goodwill ambassadors that have no interest whatsoever in sharing anything or whatever. That's awesome because they're helping me get in touch because at this juncture, everybody does now know somebody in pain, agony, highly unefficacious medicines, their pets, most assuredly plants, and people. So I always close out with the adage, we still, and until I go through osmosis or otherwise, or they proverbially do throw dust on me, I will be a goodwill ambassador and march forward in this venture 
because it's my passion. And I did, very much past tense, have a pretty good modicum of success in a pretty good reputation as an influencer at the time. Again, little secret, because I rode the coattails of the professionals that I was blessed, blessed to meet and have on my shows. We'll see you at the shows, everybody. Thank you. Peace. Bye-bye for now, and may God bless.